Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We have a great opportunity on this program to tell the stories of Harvest Baptist Church as we feature interviews with our members and many times other friends of the ministry. You can join us at Harvest Baptist Church this weekend for our morning worship service beginning at 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning. We'll be focusing on Romans 12, 1 and 2. But let's begin the show today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Welcome, Pastor. Thanks, Chris. It's good to be here again this morning. Um, We are looking forward to uh, ministry on Sunday. It's going to be really the first Sunday that we come back to talking about prayer. This is a 40 days of prayer emphasis. So that'll be part of of our Sunday emphasis. Uh, And then we're going to be spending time in the Word this Sunday in Romans chapter 12, Verses 1 and 2 are pretty familiar verses to a lot of Christians. Uh, They say some practical things about um, our lives. So so they're going to be familiar verses, I would expect, but we want to come back to them uh, and and look at them in a way that I hope will be challenging and encouraging and uh, will help us to grow, take another step in our spiritual lives. You know, when I was a kid uh, in my early high school years, I made a decision that I was going to give God my life, no strings attached. And those words were um, pretty specific for me in the commitment that I made at that time. And uh, I've told hundreds of teens and others that story uh, over the years. Uh, And I've thought about it a lot that I think that is what Romans 12, 1 describes. God is asking us um, not just to... Uh, you know, kind of play along with Christianity, not to go through the motions, but he's asking for our lives uh, 100%. And the way that I've said it all these years is no strings attached. So we'll talk about that concept as it comes out of Romans 12, 1 and 2 this coming Sunday. That's a concept for all of us to hear and to remember. And it's not something that just happens once, a decision that just happens once. Sometimes you're just struggling to get through the day, giving yourself fully to God. Yeah, and that's a good part of Romans 12. It is a continual commitment that we make. It's not a one-time thing. Right. Yeah. Well, we're very glad and honored to have a special couple here at Harvest uh, here on uh, joining us on the show today. It's good to have Andrew and Bonnie Dongan. Uh, thankful for their ministry at Harvest, and we want to introduce them to you, I guess, by way of sharing a little bit of their story, but welcome, Andrew and Bonnie, to be with us today. Thanks for having us. It's good to be here. You guys have been uh, at Harvest for a few years now. Uh, how many years, Andrew, have you been here and Bonnie? Are, did you guys come the same time? Or? No, we came a couple of different years apart. Uh, I got here 2010, New Year's Eve, so basically 2011. Okay. Tell me a little, we'll start with you, Andrew. Why don't you tell me about your background, um, your relationship with the Lord, and how God brought you here to Guam? Um, my background, uh, I grew up in Michigan, uh, Detroit, Michigan area. Uh, so even though I'm Filipino, I did not grow up here. I look like I'm from here, but not <laughs> at all. Um, grew up in a, um, a Catholic, ch- uh, Catholic church, Catholic family, actually. Um, my extended family, all very Catholic still. Um, so growing up, I went to a Catholic private school up through fourth grade. Uh, my family is pretty devout Catholic. Um, we went all the time. Um, I was actually an altar boy at mm. one point, so we were very steeped into that. Um, but in fifth grade, 
um, God really kind of shook things up in our lives. Um, my parents were prompted to move to a different location. Um, they, there was news of our of my sister coming. She was going to be born that next year. So um, a lot of change happened that year for us. Um, eventually, we moved away from the church we'd been going to for a long time. Um, and God prompted my parents to kind of do some church hopping and mm. soul searching and figuring out, um, is this where we really want to be? Um, eventually, we landed at a church uh, where we heard um, solid Bible preaching. Um, it was a Baptist church. And from that point on, our whole lives kind of just got turned all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I started going to a public school, um, eventually went to a private Christian school for high school. Um, that's where I got saved um, through the youth group there. Uh, I heard about the gospel. Uh, things that were similar to what I heard growing up, but um, were very distinctly different in some points. Uh, hearing about um, salvation and knowing 100% that we could be in heaven. Um, growing up, it was just, you know, do your best to be there, and you might be in heaven one day. Um, whereas when we got to this new church, it was, you know, you can know 100% without a doubt. Um, and that's where God really took my life and propelled it forward. Um, made some huge decisions in high school about kind of the same story that you're talking about, giving my life for Christ. Um, I went to a Christian camp a couple times, and that's where really I saw this need for um, service. Uh, so I pursued um, Christian ministry through college. Uh, I majored in music education. Um, I don't know exactly where God was going to take me there, but I knew that I loved music. I loved uh, serving. I loved working with kids. Um, eventually found um, this job here at Harvest through a couple different routes, but um, landed here in 2010 and have loved it ever since. And that's where your lives intersected, right, Bonnie? Uh, tell me, well, start kind of with your background, too, how you grew up, where you okay. grew up, and then how you came here. Okay, well, I I was born in Illinois and born into a Christian home and grew up in a church that my grandparents helped start, and they're still there today. Um, and when I, was early, when I was young, probably about five years old, um, I accepted Christ as my Savior. Um, it, <laughs> I have three older brothers, so it didn't take me very long in life to know I was a sinner. <laughs> that was pretty obvious in our home with all of the things that just happened mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Um, so when I was seven, we moved to a different state. Um, for my parents, it was a big change. For my dad, you know, that was the first time he left the church he had been in his entire life, mm-hmm. left the town he had been in his entire life. Um, but the Lord was very gracious, guided us to a small town that had a great local church we got plugged into. Um, and I just saw, I saw growth in my life even from upper elementary, but specifically in high school, junior high, high school, I had um, two really strong youth pastors. One was actually my oldest brother. Um, he was youth pastor after he graduated from college, so that was unique. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but just two two younger college-age guys took the youth group and shared with us their passion, their zeal for Jesus. Um, and so we were able to, to be challenged and um, just really, like you were saying, be faced with those commitments all the time. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they would remind us how it wasn't just one decision and then you keep going on living life the way you want to. It was... Mm-hmm. Every day you are looking in God's word and you are 
reflecting on the sincerity of your obedience to him, your submission to him. Um, so grew, grew much in high school, um, decided to go to a Christian university, actually the same one that Andrew went to, but we never met. Hmm. Yeah, we never crossed paths. <laughs> you were there at the same time? Yeah, uh, different We spheres. overlapped like a year. Okay, you I knew her brothers. Yeah. But yeah. didn't even know that they had a sister. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, they don't talk about me much. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Always wanted to live outside the States. I was working on a teaching degree, so that just made sense that in some capacity. I thought maybe I might live with a missionary family for a while and help them in some teaching capacity. I didn't know. Uh, but at the same time, I wasn't taking a foreign language. So, mm-hmm. you know like narrows the field of opportunity. And then I was a junior, heard about Harvest, didn't think too much about it. And then as a senior, one of the administrators came out, spoke to those of us who were in the teaching program, not directly giving a plug for Harvest, speaking more about teaching outside the U.S., Sure, yeah. but did happen to mention that there were some openings at Harvest. <laughs> just one, casually. Yeah, just <laughs> casually. One in my specific specialty of English. Um, so I, I rushed out of class after that, talked with him, and then, yeah, I ended up here. Um, we met here the first week. It's a small island. Yeah, I had a island. very special <laughs> singles ministry. Mostly I was trying to get married, but I wanted everyone to feel welcome when they got here. So you were here a little bit before Bonnie, So a year, right? a year yeah. and a half? He came the tail end of 2010, and I came August 2012. Yeah, yeah, a year and a half. And you came, you said teaching English, mm-hmm. is that right? High school English? High school English, okay. literature. Okay. And uh, Andrew, you've been teaching music all along. I've been doing music, fourth and fifth grade music for years until this year. We, we uh, swapped me out for someone else. Um, and then I'm also been, I've also been doing band 6th uh, through 12th grade, um, which is really my joy. That's my, that's my love. Uh, I could do that all day. All the honks and squeaks and loud sounds. <laughs> give that to me all day. Um, I've also worked with uh, the college here, uh, Harvest Baptist Bible College, um, teaching some music classes for them. Okay. Um, and you guys are both active in ministry in the church as well. Uh, Andrew, you just uh, started a new role, I think, for your family as a deacon. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about some of the things that uh, God's pressing in your heart in your role as a deacon here at Harvest. Uh, so I've been a deacon for about a year now, I think exactly a year this month. Um, and uh, my, my dad has been a deacon at our church back in Michigan for years. He's been on and off on the deacon board over there. So I've kind of seen what that entailed for him. Um, here at Harvest, though, it, it's it's similar, but there's I mean there's a lot more people here, um, and so it's been awesome to take a more active role in um, kind of helping the pastors watch over um, the members here. I've been given leadership over a watch care group and uh, meeting with them at least once a month, uh, getting to know more of the congregation uh, very purposefully. I mean, you you rub shoulders with people on Sundays, Wednesdays, all the time. Um, but this role has been has been awesome to see um, the needs of the the different groups of people that you may not necessarily go up to every Sunday. Um, so that's been a big role. Um, it's been neat working with the other deacons. I think there's 12 of us now um, and the pastors and just seeing the heart for the ministry here. And it's more than just a place to come to on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see the heart of this is our family and it's extended family. It's a huge family. And everyone has needs, everyone's different, um, but they all need Jesus. 
Yeah, I'm really thankful for our deacon ministry. It really is a ministry of help, and uh, we use terms like burden bearers uh, for both our pastoral team, but really our church uh, overall, and we see that spirit in the men that are serving in this area, and I think even growing um, of just the desire to care for people and uh, come along in shepherding roles, and so that's exciting. And I know that it's uh, a deacon at Harvest is more than just you, Andrew. It in- involves your whole family, and uh, so we're thankful for both of you and your willingness to serve in that way. And you also have been leading our worship over the last year plus, year I think. Year and a half, I think, yeah. Yeah, and it's been uh, awesome watching you grow in that role and your heart uh, for God, which is evident, but also just in the way that uh, you're taking just ownership of our church family, worshiping God together, and that's been uh, really thankful for your ministry. Yeah. It's been a stretch for sure. Um, I don't consider myself like a, a public singer. Hmm. If you've noticed, I've never done a solo in church. That's, <laughs> that's on purpose. <laughs> um, but it's been it's just been neat to see how God has um, stretched me this year, and even in in this pretty uncomfortable situation for me. Like if people know me well, they they know I don't want to be up there. Mm-hmm. But I will be up there because <laughs> it needs to be done. And um, the more I'm up there, the more I love it. Um, hearing uh, the congregation sing and having the choir behind me, it's just. Um, it's probably the best spot in the whole church to yeah. hear singing right on stage, right in the middle. And so uh, it's been a blessing for sure. Well, it is an awesome thing uh, at, uh, at our church just to be able to hear everybody, you know, sort of a full-throated um, worship of God. I, I don't know, maybe that term sounds funny, but it, <laughs> maybe full-hearted. It, full, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's better. Um, but a full-hearted worship of God. And uh, I always enjoy talking with people that maybe have visited from other churches, I think Harvest is unique in this way, um, and there's a sense of just the oneness that happens when we sing together. There's a reason why God's Word calls us as a f- church family to corporately sing. Uh, it expresses our theology, expresses our need and our dependence on God, and uh, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of here at Harvest, and, and we're very thankful for your leadership in, uh, in that area. Um, maybe you guys could tell us, uh, I don't know, one or the other or both of you about what might be your primary ministry burdens, either as it relates to your role at, at the academy or in the church or in another area. Is there anything like right now God's pressing you on? Andrew, you've already talked about some of the ways that God stretched you in the music areas, but anything else that you're feeling particularly burdened for? I think we've, we've talked consistently over the years about how we would – we just continue to desire um, opportunities to connect with our church family um, and finding ways in which to do that. Um, but we've also talked about desires to connect with our students in various ways. And um, the Lord has given us different opportunities, but that's just a continuing desire. Um, we have a new school year, so what can we do this year? to connect with specific people. Um, Andrew's been blessed with the ability to have a Bible study, and I think just for the last couple of years he has doing, he's has he been doing that, and he's been really excited about it. Um, I've had a weird schedule the last several years, so I'm very excited to be 100% back here working mm-hmm. just here on campus more sure. um, and getting to look for those opportunities again. I've really missed that. Yeah, God's been really um, helping us break down some barriers with students 
I think, I mean, students see us all the time, um, but they see us as teachers. And they think, you know, these teachers went to, you know, some high and lofty Christian college, and they're these people that are way above us and these things. Uh, and we just want to, you know, hang out with them and say, hey, we're normal people. We struggle with normal things, too. Um, yes, we're your teachers. Yes, you respect us. But um, we want to enjoy the time with you. And so uh, even the summer, a couple times we've had students over to our house, um, just playing games with them, getting to know them, um, catching up with them. Um, a lot of graduates have um, like contacted us. It's been neat the last couple years. Hey, can you guys hang out with us? Can you come to you know a restaurant with us? There's going to be a bunch of graduates together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and then Bonnie also mentioned um, I've been having a Bible study on Tuesdays. Um, I'm going to plug it here for <laughs> guys, <laughs> uh, high school guys, Tuesday lunch. Um, and we last year we went through the book of Ephesians. Um, not a super formal time. Uh, just It's been good to, to talk about prayer requests and talk through different struggles, what it's like to be a Christian at a school that's huge and is not necessarily 100% Christian people. Um, and so it's been good for me to connect with them in that situation. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and uh, in the last few months, maybe we have just a minute to talk about this. God has given uh, you guys, your family, a, an added blessing. You have a new baby in your home. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yes, that was I mean, when you say God gave us a baby, literally, God just gave us a baby. Yeah. <laughs> a very unique situation. We've been trying to have kids for. Um, a few years now, and just, you know, the Lord hasn't blessed us in that way. But then um, we were looking to meet some other goals that we thought would would help us establish deeper roots here, build our ministry here, Mm -hmm. um, and that was just purchasing our own home. So we've been working um, during those years, saving up money, just really with that goal in mind. And this summer was the conclusion of that goal. And then as soon as we get into the details of you know, we're buying a condo. Um, we just, someone comes up to us basically and says, do you want a baby? <laughs> what do you guys think about adoption? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> we have a few other things going on, but hey. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we can put that on, you know. So we ended up closing on our condo the end of one month and then yeah, end the, of en- May. the end of the next month we brought home a newborn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, three weeks of crazy, crazy moving and fixing things up and yeah. then yeah, Here's a baby. <laughs> Chris is actually our downstairs neighbor, so we had to apologize several times for the sounds that we were making. But apparently, we didn't make too many noises. And then, you know, they were off on vacation for a little bit, so I think we did That's the, the noisiest, yeah, the noisiest things while they were gone. Renovating. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome to see the way God does these things in our lives, and our church family has felt the joy along with you of this gift of uh, this little boy and. Uh, the joy that we see him bringing to your family and then the awesome opportunity that you guys have to to parent and give a home um, to this little precious guy. So we're thankful for that. You said this morning as I walked in here that you might be a little bit tired or the <laughs> night's going okay. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, we're uh, getting used to it. Yeah, he's sleeping better. Uh, my mom is here. Uh, she's been here for a couple weeks now, and so she's helped us a ton. Uh, watching him she's getting her grandma time in and Mm -hmm. she's loving that so but she's leaving and you guys are on your own you get the night watch very soon (laughs) well if chris is right downstairs maybe that yeah there's a bunch of babysitters downstairs (laughs) and the girls are all about it yeah (laughs) yeah 
Well, we're thankful for God's uh, work in your lives. It's so interesting to me to hear the stories of how God moves us right from the time, you know, you guys are you know, both from different backgrounds, uh, you know, the story's a little bit different in both of your families, bringing you here through a number of different means, and it could have been all kinds of other things that God could have directed your path to, but he brought you here and brought you together, and he's using you together in such a phenomenal way, and then just watching God form this family, um, you know, with the baby around you. So all of these things are exciting. We're thankful for uh, your servants' hearts and your ministry for the Lord and privileged to walk along beside you and serving here at Harvest. So thank you guys for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, we want to invite you personally this weekend to services at Harvest Baptist Church. We begin Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. That's when we have our children's programs, our adult Bible fellowships. At 10.30 a.m., you can join us for our morning service as again, we'll be focused on Romans 12, 1 and 2. If you want to stop at our Welcome Center right in front of the auditorium, that's where you can get directions to your class or directions to your children's classes. And if you want more information, you can always go to the website, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.